Welcome to the Flavor Podcast. I am Grazia Giuliani and today I have the pleasure to have with me Silvia Chiesa. Silvia Chiesa is an Italian cello player of international fame. Silvia has put back on the spotlight the figure of the woman cello player on the international music scene. Um, we can say that after many decades when Jacqueline Dupre reigned on the stage, um, Silvia has now shown and um, shared the music and obviously all the pleasure that goes with uh, playing either solo or in an orchestra. Um, welcome to the Flavoured Podcast and it is a great pleasure to have you with us, Silvia. Thank you for the beautiful invitation and good morning to everyone. Brilliant. I would like to start with actually a um, collaboration that we have worked together. And um, well, together we have contributed to the letters of the book From Women to the World. Um, the book is curated by Elizabeth Filippo. It is I.B. Tauris Bloomsbury Publishing and it is available. It, has, it was published on the 1st of July. So it has been quite a journey because it has been a two years project. Um, Silvia, what did you think when I involved you in this project um, proposed to me by Elizabeth Filippoli for an international collaboration between women? But I, I was very, very surprised, happy, and uh, above all, honored to be part of a such special book. Uh, the idea of encompassing all female experiences from around the world, told through letters, is beautiful. I think it's a great idea. I'm in a company of great figures, and uh, I'm happy persons in the musical field. Yes, you, you actually represent uh, music within the many letters that there have been written um, from a Nobel Prize for Peace to um, established um, writers to political figures. I mean, there is really a high caliber um, group of women who have participated and taken part and um, well followed uh, what Elizabeth Filippoli um, offered as an opportunity to all of us to get together and um, well to to write with all our hearts. Um, in the book you write to the famous um, cellist uh, Jacqueline Dupre and I write to a woman without roof over her head and without fame. So as you can see, um, especially women, but also musicians in general, who despite their talent, um, have not achieved fame. Um, how do you see this um, moment in, in every musician career? I have to say that um, I'm convinced that the fame and talent do not always run on the parallel tracks. Talent uh, is definitely an indispensable asset for an artist, um, but unfortunately is not enough. Um, you, you have to adapt 
to the times. Uh, and I noticed that fame is often achieved in some cases with great ease, but without having taken the right steps to build a path of, uh, with gradual growth. Talent, uh, in my opinion, uh, should always be safeguarded, uh, protected, and allowed to grow together with the person's experiences. Yes, because obviously the growth, the, the let's say the artistic, the um, growth within the, the music scene is something that highly depends as well on personal and emotional growth, which sometimes is not allowed because the talent is actually rushed to become um, well, a famous figure. Um, especially um, you have mentioned in, in conversation with me um, the, the influence that social media have in, in, this, uh, in this field. Yeah, yes. This is a, to me, uh, it, this is a problem because when you have a child that has a great talent, you cannot push too much him to, to, to be immediately with a great fame, but you, you must uh, keep him in a, in a right position to, to grow uh, step by step in the music and in an art, especially. Absolutely, also because um, you know that there is much at stake, and uh, different roles are played um, within within the music scene. And what role um, did women play in music yesterday and today? And how close or how far are we um, um, as far as gender equality is concerned? I have to say that women certainly used to have less space in the past, uh, for sure. Uh, even to that they were great talent, very interesting talent. I would say that things have now changed positively, fortunately. <laughs> and women in music have particularly the same space, uh, roles and uh, possibility of expression. I am sure of that which is uh, great news actually because um, you know much is said about gender equality or inequality which one is the case so to know that in the music field actually that, that there is um, a great recognition of a talent no matter if we're talking about a different gender whichever gender would be it doesn't even have to be the, 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 the feminine or the masculine itself so this is actually um, a great step forward um, yeah. <laughs> that we have, yeah that we have achieved um i just have a question which is more related to music as such um how do you choose which music to play and propose to 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 the public to offer to your public to listen to um, in my opinion the role of a musician should be to introduce something new uh, just to excite and give something unique to the audience. Um, it is not always possible to uh, introduce unusual repertoire everywhere, every time, but uh, because the choice of the program must also follow institutional logic. But uh, if it were up to me, 
I would only want to give a surprise concert <laughs> where the audience comes and uh, listens without prejudice. To me, it should be a new good idea. <laughs> this is actually a very innovative way of, uh, um, of creating a, a concert and will offer into the public an experience which obviously links not only the, 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 the pleasure of listening to a concert, but also the excitement of the surprise. Um, so is this your next project or one of your next projects that probably you might just consider? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Fantastic. So we're, we're actually giving an official announcement here, so that's very good. But also because, you see, you, you, have, you have rediscovered beautiful, forgotten music by important Italian composers of the 20th, uh, 20th century. So, for example, um, you recorded the um, concertos for cello and orchestra by Nino Rota, um, an author famous for the soundtracks of Fellini's films um, and also um, of The Godfather. So they are films who have a weight in uh, cinematography, but also in music, in, in culture. Um, what inspired you um, to, to make this choice? Uh, I have always thought that our music should be called art music. Because calling it classical music is inconvenient. Uh, people uh, classify it in a historical period that almost exclusively embraces classics, classicism and romanticism. It is not right. Uh, the classical music uh, has so many periods, uh, so differences composition uh, to listen. Uh, we have so much music written by well-known but also lesser-known composers that has never been performed. Uh, this is a real, real shame. Rotal, for example, is a, an Italian composer, as you said before, uh, he, he written the uh, soundtrack of many, many films of great um, Fellini, uh, but other, other, other person very important and he composed and uh, so much uh, for each instrument for example for cello cello and orchestra he written three different concerts so it's so many for my instrument uh, but anyone knows him only for his soundtrack this is very pity <laughs> So that there is this need really to expand and also probably to um, to, to mould in a different way the, the, the world and how music is in classical music, as you rightly said, yeah. uh, to, yes, to art music. Also because in, in conversation between you and I, um, you, you, were, you were talking about um, this, this idea that, for instance, um, you know, youth has um, of classical music as for the elderly, or you know, like a more generational thing. You actually made made a good comment about yeah. when you were when you were a, a child that when you started. What, what, at what age did you start uh, playing? I started to play at the age of six. Right. And so uh, yeah. I've been graduated at uh, sixteen at the mm -hmm. conservatory. Yes. And when so, I was a child, 
at the, at the normal school and the primary school, uh, my friends call me and say, "Ah, you are playing the old music, old music." <laughs> I was uh, so embarrassed because uh, for me it was uh, art music since that that time. So uh, and during my growing, I always thought that the classical music. Uh, needs to be called art music. So many years, so many compositions different. Uh, we, we, cannot, uh, def, um, we cannot say that this is just uh, for one period. We are uh, living now in the 2000s and uh, there are so many uh, modern and uh, contemporary composers, so interesting, but we have to play it, no? I think. Of course, of course. I mean, that, that's the, the idea of really always, as you said uh, right at the beginning, adapting as well to yeah. the changes that, um, you know, in every artistic field and cultural field are happening. Um, talking about adapting, because obviously when we talk, um, when we talk about couples there is a lot of adapting and compromising um (laughs) you often share the stage with the pianist Maurizio Baglini who is not only a great pianist but he is actually your partner in life too so a little bit of um you know behind the scene of Silvia Chiesa life (laughs) Um, how is life as a couple for two musicians who often work together and share artistic project? Uh, I have to say sometimes not easy. <laughs> for Sorry, I'm being a bit nosy here, but I think a little gossip always, you know, spices <laughs> up any any interest that our audience has. Our agenda is very complicated, but uh, it's possible. No, uh, seriously, I have to say that is a very nice experience. Uh, I think it's a unique uh, experience. Uh, we have uh, the opportunity to study uh, together uh, new pieces from very, very the beginning and uh, to improve step by step together the, the, the pieces. Uh, we, we, we speak about uh, notes, we compare notes because we have great music, musical respect. Um, and, and, and to um, to go to the the, 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 the stage uh, playing on stage together uh, is something very special because uh, the musical affinity and the, the, the personal knowledge give up incomparable emotions uh, something very very uh, important to me and I think also for my Maurizio I hope so. <laughs> So uh, I'm sure that if he's listening, he can only say, yes, darling, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So you're talking about um, projects that, of course, you share with with Maurizio, uh, but also uh, you have talked about young talents. Um, Could you tell us about your projects to promote young musical talents? Yeah, I, I love really love doing my best for talented young people. I'm teaching in conservatory in Cremona. 
and I teach uh, since I was uh, 18, I, I, I remember. So <laughs> I, I had a lot, uh, very good uh, cellist in my classroom. Uh, generally, I try to study the profile of each student very, very well, and uh, I try to create uh, an itinerary around uh, the student, uh, around him or her. And um, I'm including uh, concert situations that are uh, appropriate for their level. It's very important to me, don't push too much the student um, to a level that should be there. So sometimes I organize a chamber concert in important venues. Uh, sometimes they play with me on the same stage. <laughs> very, very interesting thing because uh, for me also is uh, uh, every time a new experience. And uh, sometimes I try to offer them the possibility to, to have uh, their first solo experience with uh, orchestra. Um, for example, this year I, I created C3, that uh, means uh, Chiesa Cello, Cre Cellos Cremona, that is the project I care a lot about because are eight of my best students performing a concert in a cello-only group. And um, I have to say that we made our debut at the Cromonas, the Teatro Ponchelli, that is the Teatro of the Cities. And uh, we, we will soon play at the Amiata Piano Festival, that is the festival in Tuscany that I founded with Maurizio. And September, October, other concerts in Italy. So I'm very, very happy for all my students. Uh, for for this uh, kind of experience uh, all together. We stay together two, three days for real soul, uh, new project. So it's a fantastic idea, I think, uh, to be part of um, this, this kind of group uh, because I'm a teacher, but in, in that situation, I'm equal of them. And this really connects to the idea of uh, motivating and inspiring, um, which goes back to the theme of the book um, From Women to the World. Um, how do you think women can be an inspiration to motivate and improve the world? Uh, difficult question. <laughs> I believe that any individual with uh, sensitivity can change something in the world. Uh, maybe women can come to dialogue more quietly. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't like to think that women should somehow feel different from men. Of course, in the past, history saw them in a secondary position. Uh, but today, I don't think that is the case anymore. And uh, I'm I'm really convinced that it is right to continue on this path. Um, in any case, women and men must be able to dialogue, welcome, uh, and I have to say, be understanding to improve the situation. Everyone could do something. 
I think is um, is is the very important actually um, concept that you, you you express so beautifully is the ability to dialogue, to be open to understanding, to be open to improving um, any situation really. So exactly, and the, this this not only applies obviously to the music scene, but I think you have really given a message to. Well, to humanity, you know, despite this, this ne- never mind the gender, really. So, <laughs> thank you ever so much for that. And now, um, there is a little surprise for our <clears throat> audience. Um, once we say uh, goodbye to Silvia, um, we will be delighted by a piece that um, Silvia obviously um, is playing for us. Um, Silvia, would you like to announce the, the title of the piece that we're going to uh, listen to in a few minutes? Yes, sure. Uh, it's uh, Nino Rota. Uh, it will be the concert number two for cello and orchestra. You will uh, recognize a beautiful melody by Nino Rota, fantastic composer. Thank you so much, Silvia. Well, we've had the pleasure of having Silvia Chiesa, uh, Italian cellist of international fame, with us on the Flavor Podcast. Um, the Flavor Podcast, as you well know, is um, a platform on www.flavor.it. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, and other podcast feeds. Um, I am Grazia Giuliani, and as always, I thank all our audience, and a big, big thank you to our guest today, Silvia Chiesa. Thank you to you, and bye-bye. Brilliant. And now, well, let's just sit back and be transported really into this uh, different, dreamy world um, from the music that we're just about to listen to. Thank you again and stay tuned. Listen to this beautiful piece of music. Thank you.